You're listening to the Pitdelphia Podcast. Hello, Evan Klein. Well, Mr. Bendis. Lot to talk about today. Lots. Should we like to start with the trade? Uh, I think we'll go through it as we uh, go through the games as usual. Okay. All right, but you got your uh, your lock of the week. Do you have one yet? Mm, lock of the week? I'm going to have to go with... Mm, I would go with Patriots over Jets. Patriots over Jets is either my lock or my upset. And I'm not 100% sure which one yet. So... <clears throat> mm, I'm going to have to say 49ers over Redskins. Well, the Dolphins are playing a real team again. So I got to pick the Buffalo Bills over the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if it's safe to say they're real yet. It's still a lock. All right. All right. It's a lock. I'm still unsure how to feel about the Bills. What do you got for your upset? My upset of the week is going to be Broncos beat the Chiefs. I am going to have to go, I think it's, is it three or four weeks in a row? My upset's going to be against the Cowboys again. (laughs) I'm picking the Eagles. All right. I mean, it stings a little that you think they'd have to win an upset. Well, I suppose they are – I don't think Vegas odds. Yeah. All right. We got Chiefs at Broncos. You already picked the Broncos. I'm going to actually agree, uh, agree with you because it seems like. Really? Yeah. Because um, it seems like they solved Mahomes and that defense is not good enough to keep them afloat. So this I is mean, going. Chiefs this goes back winning. to the old style Andy Reid teams where they start out strong in the beginning of the season and then pick it back up at the end. Yeah, Chiefs did drop two in a row. Mahomes not looked phenomenal uh, last couple weeks. You think that he's figured out? Yeah, I think they got him figured out. Okay. We're known their defense struggled off a lot. We'll see if they'll be able to just implement a game plan to keep Patrick Mahomes down. Yeah. The next game is the um, Raiders at the Packers. I'm going to pick the Packers here since they seem to always have the refs on their side. We'll get to that later. Yeah, I got to pick the Packers. (laughs) Okay. All right. Now we're going to talk about the – now we're going to talk about the trade. Uh, Rams at Falcons. I – don't know what it is. I just don't like the trade. I don't like the Rams move. I just don't. I don't like it. For I, you I'm don't okay like with the it Rams on behalf did? of the Jags, but I'm not okay with it on behalf of the Rams. Be- Look, they gave up a hefty price. One of the heftier prices I've seen. But he's also, I think, the best corner in the league. Yeah, he's the best corner in the league. But the Rams just seem to always be getting different defensive pieces. And they're going to constantly drop these defensive pieces. 
because they lost a lot of defense. Well, they get all the black ones. Picked up new ones, and they seem like they're going to continue this cycle. And I, I just don't like it, and I don't think it's going to be reliable. And I think it's going to cause them issues in the future with the defense. And they already have enough issues with the offense. They need to settle down. Well, Ramsey's a young guy. It's not like he's going to be gone in a year. No, he's not going to be gone in a year. But the whole like general vibe, it's it's too mishy mashy, and it's going to eventually get to the defense. Well, the Rams just like getting uh, the Rams like getting old Jaguars players because they got Jalen Ramsey, they got Blake Bortles. I like getting old Jaguars players, but they like old first round Jaguars. Players. Eventually, that credit card freezes. Well, I mean, they made the Super Bowl last year, not playing as good as they did last year so far. Defense been a big problem for them. Their offense has been pretty well. If Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are the best players at their position, are they not? Yeah, they're they're uh, two of the top five defensive players in the NFL, probably. Top five? No, no defensive they, players in the NFL. Top two. Oh, defense. Okay, I thought you meant at their position. No, no, yeah, no. Okay. no. I don't know. As long as Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald don't have any contract problems, they can be on the Rams for the next five years. How old is Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald is also young. He's only 28. So they could both be on the Rams. Imagine that, them both on the Rams for the next five years. They could be the next, the next Legion of Boom. I just don't like it. I mean, obviously, it's not the safeties, but... Well, let's put it this way. Jacksonville's first-round picks, not always the greatest. They have a history of not being phenomenal. Other than Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Fournette and Dante Fowler Jr., their last 10 first-rounders have not gone very well. Maybe they just got to stop drafting people and just start finding them from other places. No, they need to start drafting more in the sixth round is what it is. Well, they need to find a couple Tom Brady's. No, Gardner Minshew's. Come on. Gardner Minshew? Yeah, they Um, just got to find more Gardner. So basically, yeah, Tom Brady's. So I'm actually going to pick the Falcons in this game. Because not because of the Ramsey trade or whatever, but sort of. He doesn't. I don't know game? if he's playing in the game. That's the thing. And even if he is, he's not gonna. He might know the defense that fast, but he's still not gonna be that impactful right away. I'm gonna. But I mean, the Falcons are not a great team. Not this year, at least. This year, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, here. Okay. As I was saying, the Falcons are not a phenomenal team this year. You think they're going to, even if, forget about the trade. Pretend the trade never happened. Would you take the Rams or the Falcons? I would still take the Falcons. Okay. 
I mean, they're one and five right now. Not doing I'm too taking great. them in this game. All right. Okay. On a four-game losing streak, Falcons. I'm still taking them. All right. Uh, 49ers at Redskins. This is 49ers. We don't need to talk about that one. Yeah, I I like the 49ers going this season. I didn't think they'd be this good, though. So, yeah, like I said, my lock was 49ers over Redskins. All right, we got Texans at Colts. I'm going to take the Colts in this one. You're going to take yeah. the Colts? This is a tough one because Texans did just beat a great team in the Chiefs, even if they've had some problems. So did the Colts. But then again, the Colts also beat the Chiefs, I believe. So this is going to be a good game. I got to give it to the Texans, though. Vikings at Lions. All right, time to speak about the referees. <laughs> okay. We we need to fire Al Rivron. I'm done with it. It's ridiculous this year. He's the guy at top. Whatever, whenever they have to give the play to Al Ribron to, so he has the final decision. I always get scared. I should be confident when the final call goes to Al Ribron because I know that he's a smart guy and he's going to make the correct call. But recently, I, I get more worried when they send it to him than when they just make it themselves. Bro, and the Lions got screwed in that uh, game because – Whenever the when the catch rule happened for the other team, at least they like had another chance. The Lions didn't ever have a chance to get back on offense, and that drained all the time. Not to mention, towards the end of the game, there was holding calls. I I didn't see the entire game, so I don't didn't see every bad call. I can't tell you how I thought the game was going, but I saw the highlights, and those were some pretty pathetic calls. They were really bad calls, and the Lions should have won the game. And I'm like, the, the refs are just screwing over certain teams at this point that are not the New England Patriots. And we need to all just stop. We don't want to see these crappy penalty calls that are not real. We like flag-free games. I don't know. No one knows where the heck this is coming from, but this is where what we don't want. The offensive pass interference was the start of it, and this is just the this is the climax. The NFLPA, what they should do is they should say, we're not going to agree to terms unless you fix your referee problem. Evan? If the NFL does die out, it's going to be because of the refs. It's not going to be because of any external force. It is going to be because of these referees. These games, some of them, not all of them, are nearly unwatchable because of the amount of flags in the game. Well, the games that aren't watchable because of the flags are Steelers games, 
Giants games and Lions games. Those are three of the 10 largest franchises in the NFL. That's how you're going to lose fans and you're going to lose viewership. That's how you lose money. You need to stop it. I don't think we can boil it down to three teams. This is a league-wide issue. No, 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 no. But this is, this is part of its three teams. It's, also, it's also the Bills. The Bills are part of it also, which are another large franchise. It's it's a lot of teams. Did you even say the Saints? The Saints, yeah, even the Saints also, who are another big team. And you know who it's I mean, not? Big, it doesn't matter if they're a big team or not. It's just it's a terrible calls. Well, I mean, it's how they die out faster, though. And also, they're terrible calls, so they're going to kill the general fans. But do you know who the one team who's getting the calls is? The New England Patriots. They won a challenge that they should have not won against the Giants uh, on the Thursday night. Which challenge? So what happened is the receiver caught the ball and had two steps in and made a football move. That's the catch. That's the new catch rule. But instead, the referees used the old catch rule. Oh, okay. They used the wrong catch rule, which is unacceptable and means they're not being trained properly. So there's something going on. I'm upset that the NFL signed with the NFL referees so early, and the NFLPA needs to take a stand and say that we're not going to sign with you until you fix your referee problem. Because they are currently negotiating and they don't have any contracts for next year. I know that a lot of people say this. Maybe it's a cliche at this point. I don't know. But NFL referees used to be much better. They really did. The rules weren't always much better, but the refs were, were better. Because they were able to take control of the game without just throwing a flag on every play. They were able to go up and talk to players and coaches, be like, you're borderline holding. If I see it again, I'm going to have to call it. But I don't think referees do that. At least I don't see them doing that. They just throw a flag on everything that could be considered. Do you know when that – Also, want to know the coincidence of when that was happening? In between when the Patriots were winning Super Bowls. That's when the referees were good. That's sad. That's just sad. But even during Drew Bledsoe, even before Tom Brady came and made a dynasty with Bill Belichick, the referees were still better than they are now. Yeah. Way better. I don't know. And, like, uh, it's you need to know the rules of the game. And they need to have something like they have in soccer where it's like you have to go through this whole grade system and you have to, like, go through classes. Because in well, order I'm not to sure if I mentioned this before. Yeah, go ahead. As a top ref, if you want to be, like, a World Cup referee in soccer, that's grade one. You have to go through year, uh, not, like, ten years, but, like, maybe f- – I think it's five or six years to even attempt to get there. And it's very difficult. You actually have to take classes and do stuff. And you have to get recertified every year for soccer. You need to do something like that instead of what they're doing now. Because it's it's just an issue. There's something. I might have mentioned this before on the podcast. I don't entirely remember. I think the best way to make these referees really tighten up their game is make them hold press conferences at the end of the game. 
Let them look people in the eyes and tell them their reasoning. Even if it's a bad call and everyone knows it's a bad call, at least the ref will be able to come out and say, look, in hindsight it was bad, but you got to see it through my eyes. On the field, I'm looking at it at this angle. I see him putting his hand there. I have to call it as soon as I see that. And fans will understand. I, they, they're not always the most forgiving people, but they will understand that. What they're doing now is they're just hiding behind hiding behind uh, the NFL logo. I actually want the referees to have press conferences before the game. Before the game. Before the game. Because then you can put a face to the referee, and if they make a bad call, you know who they are, and now there's pressure on them, and now they know they can't mess up the call. After the game, it's just going to put pressure on the next week. If you do it before the game, then you're putting pressure on them now, and they know they have to actually make the call right. Well, mm, I don't know about that because, I mean, afterwards, they don't answer to anyone. If you want to say before and after, okay, but if you're just saying before the game, I mean, what are you even going to ask them before the game? What kind of questions would you ask a referee before the game even starts? Uh, that Lions call last week, why was that called? You're going to make them bring up stuff from the previous yeah, I'm going to make week. Them bring up I think stuff. fans fans are unless they're going to watch after the game if they um if they really want to see what's going on it's because they're not going to remember that call week Sunday. Well, we're still remembering that Lions call and everyone seems to be against the referees right now. Hmm. All right. Um, it's mostly. Yeah. All right, and I'll see. Uh, and backtracking to the game, the Lions are actually a good team. It's very sad they're getting screwed by the refs, but I think they come back this game, and the refs will unscrew them because they're they're just that badly messed up. But uh, right. Lions win. They're playing the Vikings. That's a tough one for me. It's one to. Both the Eagles lost to both of these teams. Lost to the Vikings much worse than they did the Lions. But this is in Detroit, so I'm gonna have to give it to the Lions. Uh, we got Jaguars at Bengals. I'm gonna go with Gardner Minshew here, even though they lost Ramsey. Considering the the Bengals still haven't won a game. Yeah, I'll go with Jaguars also. Not a game I care about, though, but I want to see Gardner Minshew do something cool. Yeah, and then we got Cardinals at Giants. This one is a must-win for the Giants, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals. This one, I think, I think this game is actually going to be really interesting. Kyler Murray had a pretty great game last week. He looked very good, and Daniel Jones... Has been looking very good recently. Obviously lost to the Patriots, but no one expected him to beat the Patriots. And this is going to be a battle of uh, of the, uh, I believe, the top two quarterbacks taken, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a very interesting game. I'm going to have to look at which quarterback can manage the clock better. That's what I think it's really going to come down to. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be whichever team can hold the ball the longest in that fourth quarter. This is a tough one for me. I am going to go 
with the Giants. Yeah, and I'm going Is with Saquon the Cardinals. Back this week? Actually, he might. I think he is, so oh, that's another reason to go to the I'm going to have to... Mm, <laughs> I forgot about Saquon. Mm, yeah, I'm... About Saquon. He's like the yeah, I know. Part of that. Have Daniel Jones and uh, Saquon played a full game together yet? I don't believe so. No, because... Uh, final little Giants. <laughs> I'll switch. I'm not happy about it as an Eagles fan, but I still I have to. Uh, Dolphins at Bills. Not much to talk about here, Bills. Yeah, Bills. Dolphins are the Dolphins. They'll get one eventually. I don't think they're going to go on 16. All right. Here's, but they are still the Dolphins. Yeah, here's the interesting crappy team matchup this week. The Chargers at the Tannehills, also known as the Titans. Soon Both to be known teams, as the Cam Newtons. I that trade is looking more realistic every year, uh, every week. So I really expect the Chargers to be good. They're not terrible, but they're not what they have been. They're two and four. I think this is a must win for the Chargers, so I'm going to go with the Chargers. Yeah, well, I'm they gonna, got. I'm going to look. At they'll get Melvin Gordon. Look at Melvin Gordon more involved, which I personally, I think they should get Eckler more involved, but they are going to get Melvin Gordon more touches. They'll probably find Eckler out of the backfield a few times. Uh, and that's going to leave Keenan Allen wide open. So I'm going with the Chargers. I think a lot of people are going to look at this and say, oh, the Chargers played the Steelers last week. And they're not going to realize that the issues with the Steelers this year are completely on the offense. Glad we got back to that, uh, but also not glad we got back to that. You get what I mean? And, yeah, yeah, and they're going to be like, uh, I'm going to take the Titans. But the issues for the Titans are on the offense, and the Chargers played a good defense, um, and they're and they're just trying to get Melvin Gordon back into it. I think the Titans don't have the pieces to cover the Chargers' offense, so I'm going to take the Chargers also. And then we got the Ravens at Seahawks. This is <laughs> Seahawks. I'm not even speaking. Ravens, Seahawks, Seahawks, not even speaking. That's it. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Two mobile quarterbacks, two quarterbacks of the future. Um... What I do you mean? Russell is not a quarterback of a future. He's a quarterback of now. Quarterback type of the future. Russell Wilson is the blueprint for that quarterback type of the future. Lamar, yeah, Jackson, needs to, okay. Lamar Jackson needs to mold into it because Russell Wilson sort of started it, and that's why you're seeing all the mobile people out there. That's why Kyler Murray was drafted so high. Completely um, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Well, he started the whole dual-threat quarterback route. Well, no, it didn't start. No, he didn't start the dual-threat. It was just he was better at it. He perfected it, really. Yeah, but... I mean, there have been a lot of great dual-threats. Cunningham, Michael Vick. But I think Russell Wilson came at the right time. 
he went to the right team, and that's why he's his type of game is going to evolve over time, and it's just going to get uh, more perfect. Yeah, but who's uh, who's better, Russell Wilson or Michael Vick? Um, in their primes. In their prime. Well, Russell Wilson looks like he is in his prime right now. Russell Wilson is just in the better system. Michael Vick was never really able to to get to stay in one system for a while. That really just worked for him. He was always asked to do stuff that he was never made to do. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be after this year, people might start saying Russell Wilson's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like whenever they say uh, people are playing Phillip Rivers or Tom Brady or Ben are going to be like, oh, we're playing Ben. I don't know if he's going to play again, but that's a different conversation. Oh, we're playing a Hall of Fame quarterback. What? You ask me in a vacuum, throw further. I think he can run faster. I'm not sure. I, I think Russell Wilson's probably more accurate, I'd say. But he makes like uh, 6% chance throws, according to next gen stats. Michael Vick? No, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson? Yeah, I think Russell Wilson's probably a little more accurate. Although a lot of. Although Michael Vick gets the edge on a lot of stuff. Russell Wilson came to the right system, came to the right coach, although you know, the offensive line obviously isn't helping him at all. Hey, but he's not and taking his as many hits as like Cam Newton. No, well, Cam Newton puts himself in that position. Russell Wilson's not a physical quarterback. Yeah. Like, they're two different types. Of, they're both running quarterbacks. Well, I shouldn't say no, that. I, I shouldn't say, say Russell Wilson is that much. He's just very good at scrambling when he has to. That's Yeah, he is. He's, he's Cam, fast. Cam Newton is a, is a running quarterback. He's a, he's, a, he's a quarterback built like a running back. Yeah. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson is closer to Cam Newton than he is... Michael Vick. Well, would you say that Russell Wilson is to Michael Vick as Lamar Jackson is to Cam Newton? Actually, I would actually agree with that. Okay. Maybe Lamar Jackson is not as physical as Cam Newton, but similar body types. Yeah, and we got the uh, Saints at the Bears. I'm going to need to take a moment here to predict this one. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm I'm taking the Saints. They're going to use Take the Saints cuz Teddy uh cuz Guess who comes back next week? Breeze, huh? Breeze. So do you guess who gets they get to use more now? Taysom Hill. Oh. The ah. biggest X Factor <laughs> well, in the entire NFL is going to be at use again because Breeze comes back next week and he's looking strong and healthy. He's going to be ready. And how great would it also He's not playing the Bears. They're playing the Bears. So they're going to need taste. No, I'm saying, oh, Drew Brees come back into oh, no, the Bears. Oh, no, 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 no. Next week. Not this week. Oh, okay. 
And how great would it be if Teddy Bridgewater wins this game and says, hands the keys back to Breeze and says, "Uh, here you go. Don't mess it up. I didn't mess it up. I would tell Drew Breeze, don't mess it up. (laughs) If I was Teddy Bridgewater, I'd go right up to Drew Breeze as taking the field be like, don't mess it up. I left it in place for you. If I was Teddy Bridgewater, I'd be a little cocky towards uh, Drew Brees. Like, oh, look what I was able to do. Yeah, but like as a joke, because eh, you know you maybe. know who leads the league in all time passing yards. Oh, of course. But I mean, Teddy Bridgewater was able to slide in, take them to a five one record. Well, technically, he didn't start the game; they lost. So okay, so he went undefeated. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am. Did I say who I was taking? No. All right, I'm taking the Saints. All right, and then we got Eagles at Cowboys. I already picked the Eagles. I love picking. I'm against, not even. I love picking against crappy boys because they're so bad and I they do. don't want to admit it. They're back in hiding this I'm year. Not, I, I'm not even going to pick this one because, mark my words, if I pick the Eagles, they will lose. And I don't want to pick the Cowboys. So I'm not picking either of them. Uh, I'm skipping this one. Pick them game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, the Cowboys are just overrated so much. Not as much as Lost I'm, like, I'm going to have to switch that to the Ravens soon. And I really don't want to have to do that because then I look biased. But they're just so overrated. I will say this about the Eagles uh, Cowboys game. Um, the Eagles are banged up, but the Cowboys are even more banged up. So, Mari Cooper, I don't believe, is going to be playing. Tyron Smith, well, both of the Cowboys offensive tackles are not playing. Um, I don't, Deshaun Jackson has been kind of a wild card because yesterday it was coming out that he was planning on playing and now I'm hearing that he's not expected to play. If Deshaun Jackson plays, that obviously makes it much easier for the Eagles, much harder for the Cowboys secondary. But I'm not even going to get into it. I'm just going to Eagles. Eagles secondary better play well. Play well, or they had better trade for someone that can play well. They missed their chance. That has been the word. Twice. That Jalen Ramsey, yeah. To what Marcus that Peters was also. Marcus Peters? Oh, I thought he meant Minshew. No, 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 no. Minshew is no way on the trading block because if. They trade Minshew. They just traded all their tickets. Oh, no. I said Minshew. I meant Minka. Oh, Minka? Oh, yeah. You missed, yeah, yeah, yeah. you missed that one. But I think you guys are more in need of a corner than you are of a safety right now. Then again, Minka well, can play all the positions. But we, yeah, yeah, wasn't he playing his corner for a while? He can play in, like, all the positions. But we stole him because we wanted to put him in his proper position. Because he didn't have anyone else there. Well, Sean Davis was injured 
and Kelly just wasn't looking that good. He's better now that Minka's there. Right. But yeah. And then we're not even gonna speak about this one. Um this is Patriots Jets and this is just Patriots. You you just because the Jets played the crappy boys, so you don't know what they look like. And Le'Veon Bell still has not beaten have... the Patriots. So they have false hope, is what you're saying. They have false hope, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. I cannot go against the Patriots. Against any team. I don't think there's a single team the Patriots could go up against this week that I would not uh, pick the Patriots. 49ers or Seahawks? No, even so, I would still have to go with the Patriots. I mean, I consider those two teams the best two teams in the NFC, even though – and the Saints – those are my three top teams in the NFC. I don't care about the other divisions because you see what the NFC East has become. And the Lions the are just East, getting screwed disappointed. in the NFC North. So I don't care about that. Hmm. All right. I, I want to look up the Patriots schedule because I want to find a game that they will lose this year. All right. While you're doing that, uh, I want to talk about your favorite player, Antonio Brown. Oh, he's a therapist. More wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent that. All right, so he sent that post, but that was after he got his therapist. Um. All right. Well, I was going to actually talk about how Michael Irvin thinks that the Cowboys should sign Antonio Brown. Oh, my. Yeah. I didn't see this. Michael Irvin. You didn't see this? I didn't see this. And this, I called it. Oh, my gosh. No, <laughs> no, no. This is a – all right. Since Antonio Brown got help, I want to help him. And I'm telling him right now, don't go to the Cowboys. <laughs> I, don't don't go do there. it. Not because of the team or whatever. But look at the players and look at the amount of suspensions they take up compared to all the other teams in the NFL. Don't go there. You want to get out of trouble? Go go apologize to Pittsburgh or something and see if you can work something out. Heck, go to Philadelphia. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere out of trouble. <laughs> Don't go to the crappy, boys. Don't do it. Stay away from Texas. Long way. <laughs> Well, the NFL still has to finish their investigation on what happened exactly they're, they're before it can go to any team. Yeah, they're still figuring out. They're going to suspend him probably at least. My, my guess is he's such an elite player, they're going to suspend him six to eight games, and that's it. Hmm. I, I, I'm not going to talk about the whole investigation and the suspension but and the possible suspension if he even gets on a team. But let's think about what he would look like on the Cowboys. Wouldn't the Cowboys be pretty good with him? Here's the problem. You know what they say, the grass isn't always greener. He would be – I Dak Prescott – Dak Prescott is obviously a downgrade from Ben pre-injury, right? Tom Brady. Um, definitely a downgrade from Tom Brady. That's not an argument. And I even consider him – a downgrade from Derek Carr. 
Okay, that's a hot take. So yeah, I'm not gonna go into that. It's like it's like neck and neck though. So I don't see it working with him having to spread Omari and whatever. Baker is kind of struggling to work in Landry and Beckham. I if Baker can't handle it, Dak can't handle it. I agree. But Michael Irvin was talking about that they should maybe sign him because Amari Cooper is injured. Now I don't think it's a long injury. I don't. Just, I don't think it's. I don't the, think it's as long as Michael Irvin thinks it is. Well, Michael Irvin's exact words were, "We should just go pick him up for a week or two. So they want to sign him until until Amari um, Cooper is fully healthy, and then I." Guess his plan is to cut him. Uh, this isn't like fantasy football. Yeah, I agree. This isn't, which is why his plan kind of confuses me. That's just like not human. It's not really how the NFL operates. No, that's a quarterback. Sometimes, if it's a quarterback, yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the heck he's thinking. I mean, the NFL operates like that with backup quarterbacks or like on the practice squad or whatever because they want to model uh, stuff, and that's how that's how those quarterbacks pick up money, right? Yeah, there's only there's only thirty two starting jobs of those per year, and then only so many teams actually have backups. The Seahawks don't even have a backup on the fifty three man roster. Who? Wow. They are really putting all their chips in one basket. It's Think working without even having another quarterback. They get a, a better offensive line. Hey, it's it's well. They don't need to invest in the offensive line. Is the whole point people are making, and it's working for them. Don't fix something that's not broken. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you you said that he could go to the Cowboys. Now Michael Irvin talking about it as a real possibility. And Michael Irvin is apparently really tight with Jerry Jones, so that may or may not happen. Uh, but I expect a few other teams to go after Antonio Brown. You do expect them to go after Brown? Yeah. That and mm, okay. the teams I expect to go after him are. See the Bills going after him. A third time in a row, actually. Uh, I the teams I see going after him are the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, okay. I'm trying to think. I think I can that, picture him in a 49ers jersey. To go to after he got cut from the Raiders. Hmm. Yeah, I I see them going out uh, not aggressively. The Seahawks, I feel like might go after him aggressively, and then the Rams. I expect to try and spend that credit card again. Do you think they're going to try to get AP? I they're going to at least try. I don't think they're going to get him though, because with all the receivers they have there, they do have some cap space. It's like surprising amount of cap space. Considering everything, 
Um, it's funny. AB tweeted yesterday and said, free AB. Interesting. Did he, like, get out of court or something? I doubt it. Possibly. He tweet- he's been tweeting a lot. I remember when he was cut by the Patriots and he just started going on a tweet storm of just... I, I don't even remember. He was saying, like, oh, all these people had sexual misconduct things against them, and they nothing happened to them. Though they were actually quitted, I believe. So you can't just be like, what about all these people? And now he's going to go to the Cowboys, where they love people like him. Yeah, I I really... If it's for uh, AB's health, I really don't want him to go to the Cowboys. It's just a, it's just a <laughs> bad move. Speaking of the Cowboys, we should probably touch on um, Jason Garrett. Uh, there are a lot of strong rumors that Jerry Jones is going to go after Lincoln Riley at the end of the season. It's, it's going to become the Lincoln Riley Bowl. going there so where's no, he going no one's going where's he going if it isn't the cowboys who the heck's gonna get fired who J- lincoln riley Wait, what are you talking lincoln about? riley low lincoln riley who would he go, would he go to, to if not the cowboys? the cowboys i don't know a lot of teams have a pretty good situation with their coaches maybe the dolphins are they gonna really fire their head coach after one year Probably should, but they won't. Let's see. They're just going to play tank. Who can even get fired this year? Uh, the Falcons. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. The other, that's, that's the only other spot in the NFC that Lincoln Riley can go to. And honestly, it would be good for him because he gets Julio Jones. And he can attempt to pick Marvin Lewis. Matt Ryan. And Muhammad Sanu, he's. I think Lincoln Riley would be better off there if we went to the crappy boys. Hmm. Okay. But maybe John. We'll see how the Raiders finish, and they'll probably uh, keep. They, John he's Green, on a ten-year contract, and if the playoffs started today, they would be in it. So I wouldn't. The AFC is kind of messed up. Like every two and four team is actually back in it. Because the seventh best record in the AFC right now is two and four. <laughs> yeah, real. that's funny. Oh wait, no, that's the eighth best oh, record. Yeah. I missed. I missed the Colts. Sorry, Colts. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> um, I don't know. I don't know who they. Yeah, so I don't know which head coach can actually get fired this year in the AFC. Because the what AFC if North, Mike Tomlin. You know how bad that would look on the Steelers if they fired Mike Tomlin. They it would kept, look terrible, but it might need yeah, to. Yeah, because they kept Bill Coward through bad seasons. 
They're not if they get rid of Mike Tomlin, that looks bad, and they're not going to do it. Okay. Um. Let's see. The AFC South. Only Doug Marone would get fired, and I think their issues are more with Tom Coughlin right now. So I don't think they're going to mess with that. In the AFC West, no one's getting fired. And then in the AFC East, the only person who would get fired is Sean McDermott if the Bills blow up, which they don't look like they will. No, they're not going to. He's not going to get fired, even if they do blow up after this great start. So there's going to be two openings after this year, it looks like. There might be more. Oh, wait, there's three. There'll there'll be three openings. No one's going to go to the Redskins. So it's going to be Crappy Boys or Falcons? I don't know. I do think there's going to be a lot of GM openings this season, though, compared to last season where there was one. Uh, well, we'll see about that because there aren't many teams that need major roster renovations. There are a couple, though. The Miami Dolphins? Well, they're just tanking. I mean, they can't really do much at this point. The Washington Redskins? Dolphins, the Redskins. Cincinnati Bengals. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think the they will. Uh, the no, I do. I do like Shaq Barrett, though. I do like Shaq Barrett, but they gotta win more games. Come on. <sighs> All right. The original topic was Jason Garrett. You think he's gonna get fired this year? You think they'll wait until after the season? Do you think he will get fired if at Lincoln all? If Lincoln Riley is available, Jerry Jones will fire Garrett and go after him. That's the report. Now I expect. If Lincoln Riley is available, the Falcons just part ways with their head coach after the terrible start. And they should go after Lincoln Riley. I have to say today. That's all you have to say. It's a lot to yeah. say. All right. Uh, is that all for tonight? Anything left? Yeah, that's pretty much. Did you want to say about the Patriots schedule? I didn't find a game. No, nothing? No. Because the problem is they're playing the AFC North and NFC East this year. So, unless those Bills somehow do something, there's nothing. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. Have a good night. And fire Alberto Riveron. Have a good one.